Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Kia ora ana. welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm really excited to interview my next guest, Lorna Wigmore Ta'u'u. She encountered the Lord last year and uh, it's always wonderful to hear the testimonies of those that have uh, recently received and experienced the goodness and the grace of the Lord. So Lorna, thank you for coming and sharing with us today. Thank you for having me on today. Um, it's an honour and privilege to come and share what um, the Lord has done in my life and continues to do so. Hopefully that my testimony will um, empower you and strengthen you and guide you to Christ. Amen, amen. So let's start with what islands and vaka are you from? My mum's from the vaka Poikura, um, part Aitstaki, Rarotonga, Mangaia and her grandfather. I'm from England. My father is from the Waka Takitimu, and he's from the Wigmore family. I believe it's from, from England. My grandmother is from Mangaia, Taiti, um, Aichitaki, Ratung. So there's a whole lot of mix mm. of islands. Wonderful. Was faith a part of your upbringing? No, not really. Yes, we did know about God. Um, we knew about church. My father and his family are strong believers in, in the Catholic. We did go to church on Sundays, only sometimes, you know, when our, when our parents would take us and we would go. But yes, um, that's all we knew. Tell us about your own family that you have. I have two children. I have a son who is 15 years old, um, turning 16 this year. I have a daughter who is 13, turning 14 this year. Um, they're both at high school, they're both at Teriora. Um, I'm married to my husband, um, Cosma Ta'u'u from his Mokin. Um, we've been together for 22 years mm. and been married 10 years. Wonderful. And so for you, tell us what led you up to encountering the Lord? I was 14 years old when I first gave my heart to the Lord. Um, it was a church service um, I was attending, uh, attending at the time, the AOG church. It was so different. Um, I remember the first service, um, standing in the back seat of the service, um, the pastors doing altar calls um, and calling upon people to come up and be prayed for. And you responded? I responded. As this new person, I didn't know what was happening, didn't know what was going on. My heart was just beating so fast. and. I started crying and crying and I, I just I just didn't know why I felt this um, presence that you know led, led me to the front so I responded to the article and um, it was this powerful um, feeling that I had upon my life I started crying even more and um, it was just different the feeling um, of love and did life change for you I didn't want to um, learn more things, um, learn more about God. Um, me as a teenager, um, you know, we ask a lot of questions and we want to know why. I started um, going to some of their youth services. Yeah, I started 
you know, asking all a lot of questions and wanting to know more. I stayed in church for for about a year and a bit. I saw things as teenagers would like follow their ways, wanted to know what it was like. I became rebellious against my parents. I started um, moving away and I stopped going to church. I started coming up with so many excuses. Throughout my teenage years, my college life growing up, I went through so much in life. I left home at 18, um, wanted to go my own way. Kind of wanted to be away from my parents, you know, when you have strict parents and don't allow you. But I was one of the stubborn siblings in the family and always going against my parents and thinking that I knew more than they did. But um, yeah, even though they disciplined me, I had good parents. My parents disciplined me. All of us, actually. There's eight of us, five sisters, two brothers. We were well disciplined. My father was really hard on us. He taught us how to work taught us that you know we had to work for things that we wanted it was a hard island life but um i guess my sisters got it harder because we were the younger ones then there was three younger ones everything was given to us we were spoiled and i used to remember my sisters always used that against us like we were too spoiled and we got away with things and that's why um you know became stubborn 18 wanted to do my own thing. You know, I got involved in um, the party life, socializing. Um, yeah, things that I thought that made me happy. I mean, they were, you know, it did make me happy. <laughs> but yeah, I continued to live my life out in the world. So what brought you to receive Christ last year? There were times in my life um, growing up, I felt that God never left me because there were many times um, throughout my life, whenever things were went really bad for me in my teenage life and growing up, every time I would think about God, like He was my only hope. Mm. But um, again, I was stubborn and didn't want to give up. I kept telling my family, my children, oh yes, one day, you know, maybe I'll go back church and mm. maybe I want to change things. I wanted a new change of life of the way I used to live. I started living, you know, in unforgiveness. Um, I thought I, I forgave people. Uh, I had a lot of anger. I was depressed. I, I don't know why, like I'll be depressed with life sometimes and um, with work. And I held on to those things and to me, it, it stressed my life even more. And then I had kids, you know, being a young parent, also trying to bring up your kids, um, you know, that also brought um, stress in my life. Fear, fear of, you know, um, of the darkness as well. Like as a young child, I had a lot of fear and that grew a lot more in me. I was always afraid of being on my own. Like when my household leaves and I'm I'm at home, I'm I was always afraid and I I didn't know why. Um, everything started building up in my life and I just wanted to change. I just mm. wanted to um, you know, just to have a new life. And yeah, for many times I kept telling my children I want to go back to church and mm. um, you know, and I always turned to alcohol. 
I did alcohol was um, one of the things that I thought oh you know when I was stressed I'll go to alcohol and you know I'll go drinking and think oh okay the stress will go away but yes it did for the time but it will always come back when you wake up the next day it's still there and it will mm. never go away and I was always reminded of of the things in my life over and over again I just got to a stage where I um, yeah I wanted to surrender and give it up and um, yeah, 25 years later, I I stand with a great and powerful testimony of um, how God powerfully changed and transformed my life. What happened? Coming to church in 2021, I, um, but before this, um, like I said again, I, I did have dreams and I thought these dreams were, were just scaring me. I mean, they were, but, um, they didn't come once, but they came two, three, I think three times. Um, I would have dreams, and I would have dreams of the second coming and... Of the Lord? Of the Lord, and I didn't really know much about it because I didn't, you know, I didn't read the Bible as much as I did when I knew God then, but the second coming, and it felt so real. In my dreams, I saw angels, I saw mm. um, the... I could hear, um, you know, the trumpet, the sounds of the trumpet, and and that reminded me of the sea when I used to hear the sea roaring, and you know, um, I was always scared of that sound, and I would wake up in my sleep, and and the sound of, you know, the sound of the sea when everything is quiet, the sound of the sea just really scared me because it reminded me of the dreams I had, um, the dreams of the second coming of how the trumpet sounds and the angels, and I mm. and I saw angels. And I, you know, saw, um, you know, the images of, it was people, like, like, in the air, but I didn't know who they were. Wow. Um, that was the one time, and then it, it freaked me out, and um, it happened again, and... Were you in Raro watching this, or were you, where were you? I was in Raro, yes, I was. So people were being caught up in the being sky. Caught up in the sky, wow. and so angels, and um, it happened twice, and still it was the third time that really got me because it happened just before um in 2020 and um it happened again this really 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 moved me and i felt that i needed you know church was calling me back mm. because i kept telling myself that i would go back and you know wanted to change my life and um yes and coming into um, coming into church um, in 2021, I felt that the Lord had led me to Celebration Church. Um, why? Because at the time my niece was going to church and um, one day, one Sunday, I decided to follow her. Mm. I decided to follow her to the Sunday service. I, the first Sunday and I attended Celebration Church um, as I walked into the door. I felt really different. The atmosphere felt like felt like the first time I walked into church 14 years ago um, mm. at AOG Church. The presence, the feeling, the atmosphere, the love, the songs, the praise and worship, really everything touched my heart. Um, I started crying. I started crying and crying. My heart started beating fast. and. I just didn't know why and I, I couldn't hold myself back. I didn't want to cry because I, I was too afraid of what people would say around me. You know, I had all these thoughts like, um, you know, I was ashamed mm. of um, showing people 
only because I thought, you know, they knew who I was and what my life was and that I was out there in the world and I'm coming to church and I'm crying and, you know, I, it was me having all these thoughts and, and, you know, it was just having them all and I was afraid of, you know, I was ashamed. I was ashamed of, you know, why I was crying and why are you crying and, you know, um, having all these thoughts in my head. Um, and so what spoke to you during the service? The first Sunday I went, when I went, they had articles, and again my heart was beating. I stood in the, in the back, in the back, and um, I started crying and crying, and um, it felt like the messages they were spoken were like as if it was alive and speaking through me to me, and um, I, I didn't respond, but I knew I, you know, in my heart I wanted to, but I was again I was. I didn't have the boldness to stand and, and walk to the front and be prayed over. Um, it wasn't until the third Sunday I um, went into church. Mm. Um, I responded to the altar call. Um, I felt the power felt like something over me and just um, the love. Mm. Um, it was it was really um, different. I felt peace and I just I just felt really different and it was from that Sunday onwards everything started to change in me um slowly like wanting to go back to church and I started reading the Bible everything started to change slowly around mm. around me after that article and and so what did you actually experience there at that article there was this feeling that came upon me and um, like it was like this power that I couldn't hold back. Uh, I fell over. I felt this peace just flowing, flowing through me. I felt, I just felt really peaceful and just different. Did life change for you after that? Yes. After the altar call and like I said, I started and I wanted to know more. I. I decided to plant myself into um, into CG groups to fellowship with other members. Also, I uh, wanted to to start attending prayer meetings. So I attended my first prayer meeting. The first prayer meeting I attended, I didn't know what it was and what we had to do. I thought it was one we all come together and I've only seen prayer meetings where we all sit together and learn, um, bring out the Bible and um, mm. fellowship, but um, it was praying, it was different. So I decided to um, attend this prayer meeting and it was my first prayer meeting that I encountered the Lord, um, supernatural encounter, mm. um, and that really transformed changed everything about my life what happened during this encounter i remember really wanting to change my whole life um asking god in my prayer um in this prayer meeting i remember when we were given a time for ourselves to really ask the lord what is it that you know in our lives or you know spend that time with him and in me, I asked the Lord, I'm ready, I want to surrender. Mm. Um, how can I do this? I, I really want my life changed. Like, 
for you to change my heart, for you to change every everything about my life. How and what do I need to do? You know, just come and come and change me. Supernatural encounter in that moment, the image um, in that supernatural encounter. I started crying and crying. Um, I couldn't stop. I experienced and I felt uh, something so incredible um, in that encounter. I was, I was hugging Jesus. Wow. Um, just as a father, you know, hugs his child. You know, his arms were wrapped around me. Um, wow. And I thought this was in my head. Like, it was so powerful that that he has forgiven me. You know, when you're in the presence of the Lord, you know, you don't want to let go. And you I felt his love. I felt peace. Um, I felt freedom as well. And I just didn't want to open my eyes. I just didn't want it to end. And I just stayed there. And I just, yeah, felt, felt all this that lifted off me. And it was like he was revealing to me the things that he had given me of like he was revealing he's given me freedom he has um the anger the depression like he was revealing the things that um that i held on to so much in my life that you know i needed to be free from from this day on i must say to be honest i've never felt so much freedom um i felt so free he had set me free um mm everything in me i felt so much peace i i mean i'm not saying this to praise myself or, or mm. to be a perfect person i no longer want to drink yes um, alcohol was a big thing in my life the party life you know it was so easy to let it go it was one thing that i held on to like the anger in my heart i used to hold a lot of anger against my children you know just being snappy and i learned to um hold like not to be angry um mm. it's amazing because like after this day like everything really changed in me the way i thought the things i did the passions for the lord was so powerful that i just wanted to know more of his word reading the bible was mm. really an eye-opener um, reading the bible before i didn't i never felt anything i never it, w it was like just reading a book to be honest mm. now reading the bible was as if he speaks to me every word he shows me he strengthens mm. me through his word and the revelations that i see from the words that i read it really opens up my eyes everything really opened up for me um wonderful yes how has it um affected your family now they did see a lot of change in me although they there were times where they always say, you know, you have to be this perfect person, not doing any wrong. Um, I'm always reminding them that, yes, you know, God does forgive. God forgives you from all your wrongs, from all the ways that you used to be. And they see a lot of changes in me on the way, um, mm. how I do things around home, waking them up in the morning, my children especially, for school I used to yell at them, I used to scream at them, I used to swear at them. I used to say words upon their lives that really I didn't mean to say. A lot of things happened. I learned to forgive, to forgive others, to love, to love the way God loved us. Everything 
really changed um, the way I did things around home and just encouraging them and, you know, just changing the way I spoke. Well, that was God working in me, teaching me, um, teaching me how to teach my children, how to bring them up in the ways of the Lord. So what has God been teaching you through the challenges of COVID? He's been teaching me a lot. One, um, for the whole, I think the whole year coming uh, of last year, it's the message has really been about love. To love, to love more with God's love, the love that he has given us from the heart, like a deep love, God's love. John 15, 12, where he talks about this is my commandment, love each other in the same way I have loved you. Also, I wanted to bring out a scripture that has been on my heart for such a very long time and I feel that this um, scripture uh, really, really talks about how my life, how our lives, you know, is really transformed. Um, it's from Romans 12, 9. Let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. Despise evil and embrace everything that is good and riches. Be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family. Try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor one another. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards Him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's loved people, beloved people, and respond by helping them. And eagerly welcome people as guests in your home. Speak blessing, not cursing, over those who reject and persecute you. Celebrate with those who celebrate and weep with those who grieve. Live happily together in the spirit of harmony and be as mindful as another's worth as you are your own. Don't live with a lofty mindset thinking you are too important to serve others, but be willing to do many your task and identify with those who are humble-minded. Don't be smug or even think for a moment that you know it all. Never hold a grudge or try to even get even, but plan your life around the noblest way to benefit others. Mm-hmm. Do your best to live as everybody's friend. Beloved, don't be obsessed with taking revenge, but leave that to God's righteous justice. For the scriptures say, vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. And if your enemy is hungry, buy him lunch, win him over with kindness. For your surprising generosity will awaken his conscience and God will reward you with favor. Mm. Never let evil defeat you, but defeat evil with good. What vision is that? That's from the Passion Translation. Beautiful. That has been on my heart and constant reminders of how we should live our life. And I feel that that verse the Lord has given me in one encounter, and I must say also like encounters, I've had countless encounters, many, many encounters with the Lord, and they've been so beautiful. And every encounter that that He reveals and shows me, it's so amazing because the encounters and the words that He that He gives me, it, it also relates to a lot to the teachings that are about to happen or is happening and mm. um it's like he teaches me and i get assurance from from these encounters um there are many times throughout the year where i'll i want to know more and 
when he encounters me with something and you give me a scripture and I want to go deeper in it. A lot comes out from the Sunday services and then with fellowship with my sisters and with, um, you know, the, with the world now, um, sometimes I go on and they'll be preaching or the messages are all the same. And it's really encouraging. It's really, it really is encouraging. The Bible, every time I read the Bible, the words and the scriptures that it gives me, it really speaks and it really encourages. And the Holy Spirit really, really opens up and strengthens me, gives me a lot of strength and trust through these encounters, I believe anybody, everybody can encounter the Lord. And um, it is through encounters that transforms and tra changes your heart. It is surrendering. It is spending time with Him. Learning to spend um, your secret time with the Lord. Prayer life, my prayer life is... I've never prayed so much in my life. Um, he teaches me how to pray, teaches me how to do things the way he sees and mm. it's an everyday constant repentance and asking God to really guide you and help you um, help me to be a better person to love more amen wonderful and so if you were to share something with our listener today what would that be I just want to share God's love how how God really, really transformed my inside, my heart. Um, he really changed everything about me. Um, I just want to say to those that are listening, to those who are finding it hard, who are worried about what life would, would be like for them, um, who are worried about um, what's happening in the world, who is um, afraid. God doesn't want us to be afraid. Um, you know, come to Him. He He transformed and changed everything about my life. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. Be strong. Um, take that next step. If you're thinking of, you know, you want a change of life, things would change for you. God's Word is powerful. Um, mm -hmm. Really take that next step. Don't give up. Um, there's also a verse that always reminds me in trouble and times if if I think I'm too worried about anything, worried about the world, worried about what others would think. And this verse in Philippians 4, 6 where it speaks, do not worry about anything, but pray about everything. You know, thank him for what he has done in your life and he will give you peace. Mm. And that is what he did for me. He gave me peace. He gave me a new life in him. I'm so blessed to stand here to speak with boldness it was god's boldness that he had given me to stand and speak we are called to take authority we are called to preach the gospel we are mm. called to share our testimonies we are called to share with one another because what you share to others could empower them could strengthen mm. them um somebody could be going through a, a tough time in their life and the power of God's word in you is powerful. Um, it changes and transforms lives. To hear this show again and other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to the Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Until next week, kia meita ki to ora e kia manuia. Iye kuku.